Hi and welcome to episode 63 of Invest in You. And today we're going to be talking about productivity. All right. I am Fredrik Sandvall and you are Charlie Sandvall. Awesome. Um so um productivity is a very broad topic. Can you explain uh, briefly what we are going to be focusing on today? Right. So we will talk about just small elements of productivity, which is a huge area. We will talk about specifically a few examples from my life. We'll talk about some of my top tips. We'll also talk about some of uh, the systems and tools I use on the computers and, yeah. and the phones. And uh, we'll also give you a book advice and yeah, more stuff. So yeah, of, of usually. Well, one of the main reasons why dad decided to make this podcast is so that I can learn. I'm doing an interview with dad so that I can learn more about uh, productivity. Yeah. We have kind of not planned this. Yes, we have. I've got some notes here. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to be interviewing dad. Check out my notes. All right, carry on. <laughs> what, are your top, <laughs> what are your top tips on productivity in general? All right. So if I just pick like three on, on top of my head, start with the why. Why would you even like to be more productive? Uh, what would you like to achieve, really? So if you don't have clarity on that, then you might be in trouble. Uh, what else? And, uh, I'd like to take like a very big task and divide it up to smaller tasks. Uh, it's often called to chunk it or chunking. Yeah. Uh, so we have, for example, a project we'll be working on today, which we'll come back to later. Yeah. That's like a, a big funding event. And it's also linked to a book. And so there are many, many small bits and pieces. And today, for example, we work on a budget, which is just a tiny part of it. Yeah. Uh, so, again, why would you like to do it? Secondly, the chunking, break it down into understandable and doable tasks. And then, of course, to plan it. Yeah. So, we have been in South End on Sea. Now, if you don't know where that is, it is basically a beach area. Maybe doesn't sound so productive. Yes, it can be because you can be working on your laptop. It can be online or offline. Um, the best way I would say to work, um, like when you're traveling in the world is to use your devices. Yep. So we have been on South, in South and on Sea and we have been working on our book, which, uh, is called How to Make Money as a Teenager. Yes, indeed. And we have been, uh, planning how much money we'll make. Uh, <laughs> yep. We've been running different scenarios and we have been planning the Kickstarter uh, video and stuff like that. So we've had a really productive beach stay. Indeed, indeed. Yes, I like it, that as well. I like to have the freedom to work from various places in the world. Uh, and that requires quite a few things in terms of how you plan, how you do things. And we'll cover just a few of them today. There's so much more to be said. But uh, let's dive in, Charlie. What's your first question? So, I just mentioned it before. What does laptop business mean to you, Dad? Right. To me, that means that it's a business I can run from my computer or even better from my mobile phone. So today, so many of the apps I have integrated and laptop uh, lifestyle is very much now a mobile Lifestyle. Yeah. So you can uh, delegate stuff on your phone, assuming you've got someone to delegate to. You can just outsource stuff to your virtual assistant. You can have mini tasks done by, for example, like Fiverr.com. So many places where you can have stuff done. I mean, you can just speak into your phone and it will be transcribed. Yeah. And, and all of that 
is of course you need to have the right business setup so what are you selling are you required for the actual delivery do you need to be there physically so sometimes i need to be there face to face for example if i'm delivering something face to face consulting or anything like that it it might be required that i'm there yeah or working with property yeah as well sometimes. so i try to juggle more than one company Yes, yeah. as, as you know, more more than a handful, uh, and lots of other commitments. Exactly. And, and right now we got like four books in in the making. Yeah. What, what else you have? Yeah, how, that's actually just what I was about to ask you. How do you manage multiple businesses and uh, things to do? Basically, how do yeah. you manage lots of stuff? Uh, I like to have a lot of focus, which means if you have focus, you are taking things away. Uh, my to-do list is so long, so I almost stopped to have to-do lists. Yeah. Uh, previously, I almost had like to-do lists of to-do lists, uh, which means I focus on what's most important. And unfortunately, I am being sidetracked now and then by uh, whoever screams loudest. Yeah. Sometimes it's a team member, sometimes it's a customer, sometimes it's uh, a not happy customer. So you need to rectify and fix something as soon as you can. Uh, I like to come back to more things linked to the laptop business. So business on the beach is like almost a dream world for many people. Uh, even better might be that you are running your business so well so you don't even need to have the laptop to the beach, which would be even better in my world. Yeah. Uh, I remember talking about uh, this with a, a fellow entrepreneur, Stacey Kehoe. She said the same, we discussed whether to bring the laptop to the beach or to leave it at home. Uh, we didn't land on the best way to do it, but we both agreed it's even better if we can yeah. leave it. All right. Um, another thing linked to that is, should you use paper or would you like to go paperless? Uh, many business owners try to go more and more and more paperless, but now and then you do need to have the papers. So, for example, when we are doing like uh, property purchases, uh, often you need to have like a hard copy of a utility bill to just prove your home address. You might need to have another document as well, which is also, again, paper. So solicitors are still very much stuck in the Stone Age where not too many things are done online, where e-signatures are relevant, they are valid, and I'm using them quite a lot. For example, with both lenders and borrowers, we do the contract, we send it out online, we sign, which means that I can still do my business from Sweden or anywhere, even if my main business area from a geographical point of view is United Kingdom and very often London. But I can still do that when I'm in other parts of the world. Yeah. Which is also because I've got team members who can help out and I also got like uh, temporary guys and contracts who can do stuff on our behalf. So, right, Charlie. Yeah. So, there are two things that I uh, like to do that are very productive. Uh, first one is I'll, I'll um, give some examples of this later. One thing is that I like to have routines. More or less, it is a really good thing that you can also do. And also um, having a to-do list. And that doesn't really mean having a list in your head. I mean more like writing down what you need to do in order as well is kind of important. I'll give some examples later. But for now, do you have any book recommendations? Right. Uh... <laughs> I read a lot and that's yeah. part of being productive to read while I am in motion, uh, work with stuff that doesn't require my full attention. 
in the garden or, or commuting, stuff like that. So I just pick one. And that's an old school book. Uh, many of you might have already read it. That's perfectly fine. You can still revisit it. It's called Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. Uh, Tim Ferriss has also got a, a podcast uh, like us. And uh, he's got slightly more listeners than we do, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so he's a few years ahead. So he's been doing this for many more years than we have. And that's perfectly fine. I like Tim Ferriss' book because he has been chunking down again the details how you many people are of course listening to this working how can you start to think about do i even want to be an entrepreneur can i be more of like a, a lifestyle top person even when i'm employed i know quite a few entrepreneurs who like that lifestyle so much so that they offer people to go to other locations so for example the mark rights team they got the option to stay, I can't remember if it's like one or two months in a house in Bali. So in the winter, would you like to work in Sweden or Bali as first thoughts? Mm, probably Bali. I, I've been there <laughs> once and uh, I like um, a bit of diversity. Yeah, I also like to travel around and I still... still and also Bali is quite nice. Uh, yes, yes it is, yeah. All right, so... Can you offer your staff perks so they can also benefit from the flexibility in, in your business? Um, another thing is like flexible hours, which is also linked to productivity. You might be more active certain parts of the day. Yeah. So do you know someone who's super active in the evening and someone who's not so active in the morning in our family? Ivan, my brother. <laughs> Ivan has not on the podcast today. Uh, he loves to, to sleep in now when it's summer. Uh, but he does like to stay up at night. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else, Shirley? Well, back to routines and stuff. One of my routines is that um, in school, we have a school computer and we have a schedule. And now, if we don't read the schedule, then unless you listen to the teachers, uh, sometimes they don't even say it. If you don't listen to the teachers and you don't listen to the schedule, then you are basically basically screwed. Now, the schedule is one of the most reliable uh, sources of information, like if you have a test. So what I do is I always, um, every day, I look if we have anything new uh, on the schedule, and I write it down, and I write in order, top priority, like which test is the hardest. Um, often, if it's a test that is uh, far in the future, that's quite hard, I actually usually wait until I'm maybe not a procrastinator, but I, uh, I procrastinate certain things. So no, that's not actually true. I practice a tiny bit on that thing, but I mainly do the short term things. And then I keep on working on it more and more towards the end. Yeah. Uh, I like to pick up on two things. Uh, and hold on. Yeah. Uh, uh, if I didn't say it, I write in a inbuilt feature in my computer, which is called notes, which is very handy. Perfect. Yeah. Great example. So I've got two things I'd like to pick up on. Uh, i got a friend who's written a book which is called Procrastinate on Purpose. So he's actually talking about sometimes it's really, really good to push things into the future. As long as you do you, it, you, you have decided to do it for a reason. For example, uh, I, you I have no idea why that might be smart. Uh, well, for example, information. If you read for your exam today, that will have after the summer break. Mm -hmm. Or if you'd like read the last few days. Often, knowledge is retained when you read, and then it starts to fade. 
So if you have too long gap between when you're reading and, and studying to when you're actually going to use the knowledge, then you might have forgot even more. Yeah. Good tip. Go and procrastinate all you want. Thank you. That was, <laughs> that was us. Exactly. Goodbye. So if you'd like Top to be tip. really productive, just, just don't do anything. <laughs> awesome, Charlie. High forward to that one. Boom. Okay. Uh, the other thing that Charlie has said is one of the most important things we learn in school is to compartmentalize tasks. Just use a word there. I wrote it down here. What does it say? Uh, I can't read your handwriting. Schedule. Yeah, thank you, Charlie. Uh, so actually have uh, a schedule or schedule where you decide, like, first I'll do this, then I'll do that. Then I'll have some tea or coffee, then I'll do this task. So <laughs> actually, priorities. So the super basic things uh, are, are really key. And if you like to be super productive, you have uh, a schedule and you follow it. Yeah. And the most productive people I know, the most busiest ones, they usually chunk days into six minute chunks, usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and some of my friends who are working as solicitors, they also bill by six minute chunks. So assume that you do like uh, two emails, mm-hmm. uh, that may maybe two, two six, six minute chunks, for example. Okay. That means that they sort out the billing so they know how to, who to send their invoice to. Mm-hmm. All right. So schedule, schedule, schedule. Really great tool and tip, John. Thank you. What else? What else? Where uh, are you on your list? Uh, we are on um, the tools. Now, I was really confused. We were like writing up different tools and I was like, wait, what does this have with productivity to do? Are we going to just be talking about this? And uh, he was like, no, that's just a small part of what we're going to be talking about, but still it's very important. So different tools which you can use to manage um, your stuff. Any recommendations? Right, so we we almost had like a fight over this because this is like ridiculous. What has this got to do with productivity? But we have also been coming to this topic from different angles. Sean has been working with all the fundamental things you can find in in a... in the Microsoft suite, you also be working with like Google, lots and lots of other tools. Uh, I just think we came from different angles. So in my world, if I just like to highlight a few things. So tools on the computer and on the phone, they can really help you to systemize things. It can help you to automate things. It can also help you to delegate stuff. It can help you to organize and all those planning yeah. aspects we mentioned before. So some of the things I like to say, especially if you've got like a team, and ensure that people got access to what they need to have access to. So when I plan something, I also do like a communication plan. How will we communicate and how will we do this? So one of my favorite productivity things, which is not part of this uh, list, is called WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Why do you think WhatsApp is useful? Uh you can send loads of messages to exactly. your family. So you can do video, you can do audio, you can send texts and pictures. Uh, and usually the phone goes like this. Eh, eh, eh. And what do you people usually do? They do like this every time, right? Yeah. So, of course, you can change it in settings. But WhatsApp is something I've been using a lot over the last number of years. Why WhatsApp instead of messages? Just curious. Uh, I use WhatsApp as well instead of messages. but uh, Great question. Uh, you can create... Well, you we can do pretty much uh, anything that you can also do in, in other programs, but WhatsApp has been quite useful. You can create groups, etc., etc. Yeah. And also it means that I can go like one app where I can have like 
five plus businesses. I can have like 10 properties. I can have so many things going on. Uh, I can have groups of interest. All right, skip, what's up? Uh, it was just an example. Yeah. And it's also one way how I can get hold of my mentors when they are super busy. Uh, what's up, they usually pick up, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, you can never really call them unless you've pre-planned something usually. You've got a cheeky smile, something special. Uh, what is the next? The uh, next one, well, no, no, I've I'm, I'm, I'm not even started. All right. Okay. Uh, Are you going to okay. talk more about WhatsApp? Absolutely no. Uh, another tool uh, is called uh, G Suite, like that's a whole suite of Google tools. Yep. Uh, we've been using that for a few years. Uh, they're very affordable, cheap. Uh, you can have emails, uh, calendars, share documents, projects, anything really. And plus, you can have uh, storage there. All of those things are quite cheap and, and affordable. Another one which we have had and we've used it with mixed success is called Asana. It's a pro- mm-hmm. productivity tool, really great for projects, good for delegation, good for assigning tasks. Uh, I like it. I've not used it as successfully as I should have, but I had a project manager inside the business and I was basically asking her to put all the stuff in as I yeah. was. So basically I delegated the population of the tool. So basically I just said it would it needs to be put in and she did that for me and that's for also my point of view great yeah um, another productivity tool is called Trello Trello many similarities to Asana so again great for projects but that's more like if you have multiple cards so you've got like uh, a key a key master card which might be for example uh, the book that we yeah. have under that you've got like the, the kickstarter campaign you've got like the budget you've got the team you've got the marketing you've got the sales you've got yeah. The videos, all of those things fit together. A third one, and that that is the last one I mentioned linked to uh, projects, and that's called Basecamp. It's been been around for a few years. The thing about mixing like good tools with Facebook, so that means that it's almost like social media and product management mixed. So you can send messages, videos. It almost looks like uh, Facebook, um, mm-hmm. and you've got the same. Things that you have in the other ones, of course. Okay. Um, two thoughts on how to save time. Number one is to use your telephone. Like you can set alarms and stuff. Watching YouTube on your telephone. Mm, that was part of the pers- that was part of the performance through procrastination. We mentioned before. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, jokes aside. Great so, tips on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So I said two things and I'm going to give you a bonus one as well. So Calendly uh, is another one which is integrated with most of the calendars out there. It's just a way, instead of sending a message like, can you do a meeting on Monday? And you're like, no, I can't do Monday, but I can do Tuesday. And I would say, no, I can't do Tuesday. Can you do Friday? I can do Friday. Can this message ping pong? To try to set up a five-minute call, which is, is, rid- is ridiculous, but it's very much part of the grown-up life, yeah. especially as, as a leader of a company. So Calendly can help you to, to do stuff. Yeah. Um, and then in addition to that, uh, this is a, a couple of wild cards. Uh, one is called Unroll Me. Basically, have you noticed sometimes you got like emails from people you don't want to have emails from, like your portal yeah. list? Yeah. Unroll Me is a tool how you can unroll subscriptions, especially subscriptions you don't want to be part of. Okay. What is the difference? Yeah, I don't know if you've used it, but what is the difference between that and uh, just removing them on email? 
Uh, one, you can do like 100 things in, in two clicks. That will take you 100 years. Okay. And one fine. million clicks. Yeah, it's all about productivity and yeah, a big part time. of productivity is saving time. Yeah, so saving time. Unroll me. Stop getting unnecessary emails to give yourself okay. more time. Uh, another one linked to that is just try to set times where you read your emails and, and educate people around you that will like, I really read my emails between this time a.m. and this time p.m. Um, if it's urgent, trying to reach me in this other way instead. Exactly, link to routines. Yeah, it's very easy just to send out uh, a long or task email, which might be super important to you when you sent it, but if they don't open until the following day, all of it might be irrelevant with my thinking. Yes. Good, thank you. All right, so another wild card, which I have not used, but when people have been more techy, Mm-hmm. And more guru guys, uh, tech gurus, uh, they be using something called uh, Zapier. Zapier can just basically pull many things together uh, and populate fields. So, for example, one company I was working with, uh, the tenant could just put in the details. Uh, the details went from one, one uh, program to another, to a third, to a fourth. Uh, all of a sudden, you got like the, the contract come back to the tenant, uh, the time when they're moving in went to another pile and then you got all the documents the tenant needs to have was also sent. All of this was automated. I love things automated. Yeah. Uh, but I often have outsourced uh, the technical skills to do that. A comment or thought? Uh, well, yeah. Were you finished or not? No, no, no. no, no. I keep I on going. One more thing. Uh, yeah. Do you like food, Charlie? Uh, I'm quite hungry. You're quite hungry. All right. Um, Let's see if you can figure out what the next thing is. I'll try to show you with my hands how you eat it. Uh, you can eat it like that. Hamburger. You can roll it. Yeah. You can eat it. Uh, uh, you can put uh, various kind of things inside something and then you eat that something. Uh, there are many different things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just checking if you're allowed. I'm going to cheat, Charlie. I'm going to point. It's taco. Yeah. Bingo. Um, so bingo, uh, just not bingo, taco is another way how you can integrate multiple apps. Just okay. like Sapir, but less techy than Sapir, in my point of view. So those were a couple of things, how we can use software, etc., to integrate things. I am uh, an avid user. I am not a technology leader because I usually have too many things to do to dive too deep into the systems. And I'd love to do something which called delegation. Mm. Would you like to hear a couple of examples of delegation from real life? Sure. All right. I'll start with, uh, you, you can pick a country. You can choose between... England. Lebanon. Or India. England. Or Pakistan. England. No, uh, India. <laughs> we'll come, we'll come back uh, to England. Sorry, uh, India. India. Okay, right. Productivity. Imagine the following. You have got uh, around 300 people in the organization, of which around 50 are core staff. They're actually doing all the doing. And the rest, 250 people are support staff. Okay. So imagine the support that the 50 will get. It will be quite a lot, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, in this case, it was uh, I was part of uh, an organization. I was in charge of the information gathering and writing reports to uh, the commanding officer as well as to New York. How 
do you think this was working? I need to know lots of stuff from what was happening in the country. How do you think I did that? Uh, I've actually no idea. I How was, did you I was do that? asking everyone and I was giving them tasks. So basically they got requests for information. Yeah. Which means basically they they got that and, and then they were going out and looking for the information. So they might do like collaboration with the military. Uh, they might talk to, to the locals. They might talk to the police. They might talk to the mayor to find out the information that was uh, requested by myself. Yeah. And then I was compiling all of this together. So all of a sudden I can get a quite nice good picture because I had this from various cities, various areas, various parts of media. So that was just an example of how I need to find this out. Well, quite simple. I ask the organization, the organization brings the information back, I can compile it. Um, and that was just one example. All right, let's pick something else. You'd like to know something about England? England. England. All right. Um, let's take a few examples. So uh, the other week we were actually selling a property. Yeah. And uh, we have lots of things being delegated left, right, center. So uh, on my side, I had like a solicitor working on my side, which did not require my physical presence. Uh, I was not in the country when most of the work was done. Yeah. Uh, I also had like many practical things that needed to be done. For example, uh, to have uh, an electrician, gas engineer to go out on site. Same thing here. I have like a short list of people who knows how to deal with me uh, and how it works. So with just a few messages on, on WhatsApp, all of a sudden that was just done. And the result was just flowing in and I was sorting out the payments uh, and, and all of that was done. Same with the solicitor. I've been working with him so many times, so it's so much easier. Yeah. He knows the fundamentals about me. He knows how my businesses work, uh, which means ultimately when he would represent me, it's so much easier. So if you've got specialists, try to keep them close to you, uh, treat them well. Uh, if you've got people who are like doers doing a really great job for you, keep them close as well. Uh, you might need to have people working with sales and business development, same thing, keep them happy. Uh, marketing, whatever it might be, keep people engaged uh, and you will get so much from, from that. Um, okay, so that was a few thoughts on delegation. Uh, another top tip on delegation is dare to do it, dare to try it and expect the result not to be the same as if you would have done it. Guess what? It might even be better if you don't micromanage. If you micromanage, most people will just be really fed up Many people will even leave your organization if you try to do, do too much of micromanagement. Yeah. Right, Charlie. What yeah. else have we got on your what list? What else? Well, uh, you touched upon it before. Uh, any ideas on systems and automation? Uh, yeah. What, whatever you can systemize, systemize it, we just save you time. Uh, otherwise, you might be make the system so strong so it's automated if that doesn't work then we got the last thing left there which is delegate if that doesn't work you have to do it yourself yeah yeah and uh that is we did that actually on excel how did that work when system and automation how does that work uh so for those who don't know what excel is uh, they, they do they know what excel is okay, um, everyone knows excel. yeah but what was yeah. the question um this was the question no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave that with no comment. Yeah. It's not a awesome. secret. I just don't know what to, to reply to Charlie's uh, notes there. Awesome question. Um, and also think about your life. 
what can you get out of your life? People wasting your time, uh, media wasting your time. So I get so cross when Charlie is playing a, a computer game when I try to talk about something very serious. And Charlie's like, but I can multitask. Um, uh, well, what can I say? I'm doing the same now and then when I also do more than one thing at a time. Yeah. Uh, so you can multitask. <laughs> well, they say that men can't multitask. That's true. Cliffhanger. That's clearly true. Long, quiet moment. Let's try it. Let's see how long time we'll be quiet, Charlie. Okay. I'll count down here. Okay, I can't be quiet All anymore. right, that was like two and a half seconds. Well done, Charlie. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, we are getting quite close to the 30 minute mark, and uh, also we have touched upon all my notes. So, any last Comments or thoughts? Absolutely. We've got so many things happening at the moment. Uh, so feel free to reconnect with us on social media. Mm-hmm. Many, many people have no idea who Shawl is on social media. Guess what? Uh, he is on uh, which platforms? LinkedIn, YouTube, Snapchat, <laughs> uh, Instagram. Yeah. Well, everything except Twitter and not everything. Yeah. And you YouTube get what I mean. As well. Yeah. Uh, Facebook. I, I mainly spend my time on LinkedIn and, and Facebook, yeah. usually. So reconnect with us because we've got many things that can really benefit you. Yeah. Um, and many of those things will be mentioned on social media. Best way to connect with me is LinkedIn and Instagram. Perfect. All right. So that was lots of stuff. Another thing you might or might not know that you can actually subscribe to this podcast. To this podcast. If you subscribe, yeah. that means you get just a tiny, tiny, tiny alert every time yeah. when you've got a new episode, which means you can just disregard that or do something about it. And to those of you who are listening to the podcast, we're actually doing a Facebook Live now as yep. well. So uh, you check out the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pointing uh, at the camera. Exactly. And uh, it's super simple. The podcast name is Invest in You. And uh, we're quite sure you will find it wherever you listen to a podcast. Yeah. Uh, we will also most likely start to share some of the podcast content more widely on social media as well. Yeah. Because Rob Moore said you should do that. Uh, so thank you, Rob Moore, for a reminder. Yeah. Take care, everyone, wherever you might be. So bye bye to the podcast audience. Bye. Bye.